Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Yellow. Good day to you. She's going. Um, it feels like it's been like a month since we recorded last, even though it was literally a week. Yeah. That always happens, though. I was, I've been so busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a week, good way or in a stressful way? Um, In a good, stressful way. Mm-hmm. Just like waking up really early, staying up really late, and just like spread out so thin mm-hmm. that on Thursday I looked at the schedule at core power and saw that I was subbing a class that I forgot about and started to cry. Oh yeah. So, uh huh. Stress point. And then I got a subbed and I was fine. Well done. Um, yeah, there's just, it's also that kind of fall right now where time just kind of slows down and spreads out, you know? Yeah. But it's also moving very quickly. (laughs) The enigma of time. Welcome back to your favorite podcast. (laughs) Uh, yeah. I also, yeah, I just like, a lot has been happening in mm-hmm. this short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Compounded. But I'm good, yeah. I guess. Well, what you said to Ari was, I'm fine. I'm just <laughs> fine. <laughs> yep. Not like a, I'm just fine. Like, right. I feel like the, the tone in which I say it is, I'm, I'm, I am. I'm yeah. Just exactly I'm fine. Just fine. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen the Italian job? No. It's a great heist movie, but they have, there's the acronym, uh, fine, freaked out, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. <laughs> I, and it's just been lodged <laughs> in my head since I was like seven. That's amazing. I watched Hocus Pocus for oh, the yeah? first time. I saw it for the first time in Ireland two, three years ago now. Can you believe that I've never seen Hocus Pocus? No, I honestly can't. I love it. Yeah, it's great. Um... That's been big for me lately. Wait, no, I lied to you. I'm talking about Halloween Town. <gasps> I'm actually not sure I've seen Hocus Pocus, <gasps> which is makes the tweet I made today <laughs> even stupider. Oh my god, we should watch it. We should. I love October. We should also. My friend Reba was like, "I just watched the most beautiful um, movie that you and Brooke should watch that I think you've seen. It's the one. It's like young SJP as a, she's a dancer, and she no no. Okay, hang on. Well, I mm, a watch list. Love October. James, yeah, it's it's a beautiful month. James like 
painted a pumpkin and showed it to me, and I was like, this is, oh. this is amazing. He also is doing this thing now <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. where we'll, he'll be watching TV and a commercial for a show will, or for a toy will come on, and no matter what it is, he'll go, I want to get that toy. <laughs> it's just like oh my God. this little song. A and little so, child after your heart. And like Issa will do the same thing, like trying to be like James. He's like, <laughs> just this like little song they do that's really it's sweet. so funny there's my sister posted a video the other day of because ella's in that same phase where she's she talks constantly but, but you doesn't really know what she's saying what yeah i mean she she's she knows what she's saying yeah but she also is a great mimic and theo had on um uh oh my gosh what are they called like temporary tattoos and it's a video of them in the bath and theo's like caitlin goes what do you have on and theo goes tattoos tattoos and ella goes tattoo <laughs> and then she's so excited about it because everyone freaks out and she goes tattoo <laughs> it's really amazing it's so, the kind of joy that can bring it's so funny they're so cute oh it's called girls just want to have fun i've never seen it okay well apparently um it's very good and has young helen hunt and, and uh, <laughs> Agnes said, young Helen Hunt, SJP dancing, soft focus montages. <laughs> soft focus montages. Happy belated birthday, Agnes. Um, yeah, today is her birthday as we're recording. Um, happy so. birthday. Oop, my hip just popped. Ooh, Wowie. I did that as I sat down. I think we're getting old, Bridget. <laughs> we're creaky. It's over. <laughs> what would the gals have to say about <laughs> that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wait, what were you going to say? You were going to say something, and then my hip popped. You were going to say happy birthday to someone else. No, just to Agnes oh, again. we love you. Um, I heard today that they're making a Sex in the City musical, and I'm ah. upset about it. Oh, boy. That seems like it has the potential like, to be real bad. They were like, Brooke, why are you upset about it? And I was like, some things are better left alone. <laughs> I love the way you, you told that story. It made it sound like the people creating the musical were like, Brooke, <laughs> why don't you like this? <laughs> You know, Darren Star, I just don't think that this is your best venture. Wow, Darren. And really so, milking and, this. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Hi. Anywho. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hi, Bridget. Hi, Brooke. Yeesh. Hi, everybody. And welcome to Splat, the podcast where me, Brooke, and me, Bridget, talk about sex, sex and, and the city. city. 10 years younger. And 20 years later. And that's what this podcast is about. Not the enigmas of time. Not the enigmas of time. Not friends. Nope. Nothing not else. But sex and the city, which <laughs> I've been having. really thought we were just going straight for a butt sex something there. No. But then you finished the sentence and I got it. You've been having what now? Sex? Uh-huh. <laughs> there are a couple of moments in this episode that specifically made you think of me. <laughs> made you think of me? Made me think of you? What did I say? You said that made you think <laughs> of me. I was like, I mean, yeah, sure. I don't think that's, that's what you meant. That's not what I meant at all. Oh, yeah. I just transposed our identities. There are a couple of moments where I was like, wow, wow, We're wow. just like things you've literally like said out loud to me. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait to know which ones you thought. Uh-huh. Yeah, is it like when, when they're like, oh, we'll get there. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. This is an intense one. It's a funny one. It's, it's intense for me, Brooke. Not intense <laughs> in terms of anything. Yeah, no. It's funny because like the actually the super obvious stuff that that should have made me think of you isn't what I'm referring to at all. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I mean, I also just like I mean, okay, so it's called the the big journey, so we know we all know and what's big is happening. Yeah. Um and I just roll I'm I'm I've like Pavlovian trained myself to just like eye roll at, at him, you know? So I was I went into it more with that 
that uh, point of view. But I honestly, I uh, they, they did an interesting job with this episode. It's fascinating with a lot of things. Uh, how you been? Me, Brooke. <laughs> you, Brooke. Uh, how have I been? Who have you been? What have you been? I, you know, the the people, they came to town and we stayed in a lovely hotel that overlooked the Oculus. The people. The, all of them. We have a lot of ampa- The people who, who are making the Sex in the City movie. <laughs> the I mean musical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. An opulent hotel. And I love an, that. An opulent hotel? No, it, um, it was in Tribeca and it overlooked the, the Oculus. The Oculus. Mm-hmm. All I heard very... was a vaguely O sounding word and then came back to it. He's the best. Oh, yep. But um, it was nice to... Still, you had fun. I had fun, and I am excited to just... I It was interesting I, um, to feel myself protecting myself. Yeah. Like, I'm not... The armor was on. The armor was on in a way that it had... You could still enjoy yourself. Yeah, and I find this with all of my situations right now. I feel myself very much being like, I don't really care. I can't let myself. A little bit at arm's length. Um, <laughs> how have you been? I've been. I've been, you know. Yeah. Just fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. I'm I'm honestly I'm I'm fine. I'm like recalibrating to a lot of things, which is good and I'm advancing in some ways at work and through other things which is both exciting and scary and I'm just trying to like walk into it with open arms and mind and attitude and uh on Saturday even when I sleep in until like 11 my body will like wake me up you know briefly at work time when my alarms go off which honestly is like good and you're supposed to do that you know wake up at the same time every day I I think I tweeted something like this once but I really live like it's my goal to do the opposite of everything recommended for a good night of sleep (laughs) and then I complain about (laughs) my sleep but um I on Saturday the first time I like was actually conscious rolled over to check my phone to be like "Mm, how much longer can I sleep and it was 2 11 (laughs) p.m I haven't done that since college day no that's not true I did that in Ireland too but it's so nice um, when it happens I know I've done that where I I, like sometimes you'll be like oh it's but I was also like damn I need yeah. It was the accumulation of like a lot of weeks of getting by, you yeah, know. Yeah, that's this was this like the same. It's mm-hmm. like my parents were here, and so we'd go out, and then like I was just like seeing shows and going out, and Kyle's opening and doing all this mm-hmm. and all these like, very exciting things that I was happy to be doing, and like like going to bed at like two a.m., three a.m., and like having yeah. to wake up at like seven forty-five, eight thirty, and I'm just like, yeah, finally. And I I didn't that's get what to, I, do. I still haven't like slept in past eight. Yeah. I'm just like waiting for the day and I don't think it's going to come until I get back from L.A. Yeah. Because L.A. you're just going to be on the wrong time anyway. <laughs> yeah. But you can kind of, your body will think you're sleeping later. I'm really good at napping. You are a nap champ. I am a nap champ. I just like don't even understand it. I napped for 45 minutes today. It was great. Well done. How long does it take you when you like lay your head down and think I'm going for it to nap? Sometimes I'm like, I never have fallen asleep, but my body is resting. Mm -hmm. That's what most of my naps are. Unless I'm like jet lagged or have been truly, you know, like something. Or I will like get immediate. It just like depends. Mm -hmm. Um, Should we talk about 
this show. What show? <laughs> um, the Good Place. Yes. Oh, God. I am so excited to see it. Have you watched any of it? No. I'm saving it. It's so good, though. I'm saving it. Ari and I have been watching Fargo, which is he fucking amazing. He told me he was going to watch Fargo with me. Wow. Fascinating. Wow. Fuck you, Ari. <laughs> I've been listening to... Um, Armchair Expert, which is Dax Shepard's podcast. Oh, yeah. Which I love. And partially just because, like, he goes so different from anyone I know in the way he, like, talks and thinks. And I, I just love it because I don't hear that perspective a lot. Mm-hmm. But he um, did a Good Place Week, which was really fun. But um, he also did a, a couple of interviews with people who are on different seasons of Fargo. And so as we were finishing Game of Thrones, I was like, what about Fargo? And he, of course, lost his mind. So um, the first season... Dax Shepard did. <laughs> yeah. And then Darren Star. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first season is really amazing. We just were three episodes into the second. I highly recommend it. It is so intense, though. And I'm someone who, like, couldn't handle parts of Game of Thrones. But the last two episodes of Fargo, mm-hmm. I was, like, standing behind the ledge next to, like, the wall next to our bathroom, just, like, peeking out. <laughs> and, like, pacing the whole living room. I oh, could not I stay seated. I can't seating. watch that shit by myself. Yeah, no, you definitely need a buddy. Well, if you want to wait, like, six months, I'll do it with you then. Um, uh-huh. I won't be here. In six months? When are you back? I'm buying a one-way ticket. Oh, that's right. <laughs> but pilot season. Let's start the episode. <laughs> no, I want you to confront huge life decisions <laughs> to me emotionally right now. This episode, The Big Journey. One night, four ladies in the East Village. To discuss going west. How ironic. To, I know. it's real, There are many parts of this. I mean, this is it's the intense. Brooke episode. So Carrie has to go to San Francisco for her book. Apparently, she's very big in San Francisco, she says. Yeah. And... Miranda says, you mean big is in San Francisco. And <laughs> Carrie's like, no, no, not about that. <laughs> and then she's like, no, but I really, really, really have to have sex, <laughs> which is the first time in this episode where I was like, we've had this conversation. <laughs> it's like, um, literally, it's like with about the person who is my big. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think I'm emotionally attached to him mm-hmm. anymore, but like, God, it's a good lay. Uh-huh. And... Carrie's basically, she says she's been having dreams where she just goes up to strangers on the street and kisses them. And Charlotte points out these, like, no, Miranda points out these sort of cute finance bros sitting in the corner. And Charlotte is very into how cute they are. And Samantha is bored. Bored. She's, like, been there, done that. She has these really cool earrings on that look like fish bones. Mm-hmm. Miranda's just not really talking about anything. She's she's eating scallops, and she's just, like... Samantha keeps complaining about the scallops, how nothing is new, and they're, like, this restaurant's been open for two weeks. <laughs> she's, like, I've had the scallops, I've had the men, I've had it all. Um, Carrie says she just wants to feel the weight of a man on her, <laughs> which is a really weird way to put that. Um, it, it, she comes back to it a few times. <laughs> Miranda she's says, like, Do you want to <laughs> just lay on me. Just get a thunder blanket, you know, just get, get a, one of those yeah, weighted blankets. Or like a cat. Yeah. Um, Miranda is like, I wish women could go to male prostitutes at times like these. And of course, Charlotte has a whole, no, you're all wrong. Like women don't do that because they need to feel something about sex. It's not I, an animal urge. We need to feel things. Eye roll. I know. Big eye roll. And <laughs> Carrie calls big her male prostitute. And and she's taking a train. A train. From cross New country. York to San Francisco. Three day train. Which is. Because flying makes her nervous. She doesn't like seeing the National Guard go through her makeup case, she says, which 
I mean, in the immediate aftermath of 9-11, contextually, makes a little more sense. But a train does not make any sense. Three days. And she's like, come on, Samantha, come with me. That's the only way it'll be fun. She just kind of drops the bomb, and Samantha is not really into it. But Carrie sells it as this, like, very opulent, there it is, experience where they're going to be in the first-class sleeper car, and there's a dining car, and there will be hot men everywhere. I would love to take a train across the country. I love train journeys. I don't think I'd want to do three days. That's fair enough. I've done an overnight train train, in Europe. Train to a place, see the place, train to the, like, that would be a cool way to see the country. Yes, I agree. So. I love that she just drinks martinis in her house. I love that she props her laptop up to work in front of a mirror so so that she's looking at her own face over the screen as she types. And she's pruning. In view of certain evidence, are we, meaning women, the new bachelors? It's not plugged in. The thing is plugged in. Sorry. Um, So basically the the idea, you know, she's having all these primal urges and she just wants to have sex. So she's, are we the new bachelors? That's the, that's the Carrie What is she wearing? It's a visor. She's wearing a visor. These train outfits are just not what I would like, like to she's travel wearing gloves. in. Uh-huh. What is she's wearing a visor with a flower on it. Yeah. Oh, and Carrie has a pimple. Yeah. She has the a biggest pimple in her thing cheek. That's happening to her right now. Biggest. No pun intended. She has a little sunburnt. Is that she just does. where I'm sitting? I think she's wearing lots of blush and because then she puts even more on to cover the zit. So she's overdoing it. Why not use concealer? I think that through this whole episode. I'm like, and you're worried about the National Guard going through your makeup kit? What makeup kit? Clearly, <laughs> you don't have concealer. Uh, so they're just. They're griping about. I also, this episode is like a lot of just Samantha and Carrie. I know. And that relationship. I know. So narrow train corridor. They're being brought on by a guy who has matching white gloves, but he has a reason for wearing them. <laughs> and he is the guy. And he's the like, this is your steward. car. And Carrie and Samantha are like, this is small. And it is. Yeah. It's definitely smaller. I've slept in like a four person on that the train trip I said when it was an overnight in Europe, which was bigger than this. It's not comfortable. No. Of course not. But this is this is particularly Carrie's like a first class sleeper train. And he's like, and this steward is man that. is like, yep. And there's a little bathroom with a just a basically shower head over the toilet, which yeah, Carrie can't get over. What did they think? think that is weird though True. Uh, i mean it's a little weird conceptually but also where's the space you know where's the space where's the lie and then harry 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 goldenblatt shows up to deliver basically the divorce papers to sign to charlotte who is of course a little take well first of all she's in workout clothes so she's just wearing pants and a sweatshirt and a <laughs> i mean a sports bra, bra uh, with a sweatshirt open over it and she's like so is it typical for one of the partners to come to the house? Look at this, <laughs> to nice, sign? this 2002 workout outfit. These just like juicy couture velour. Mm-hmm. Let me paint a picture for you. Baggy sweatpants, uh-huh. a sports bra, mm-hmm. and a juicy couture velour zip up. In lavender blueberry? Lavender mm-hmm. berry. Mm-hmm. A sensual mm-hmm. color. A sensual. I like her sports bra though. Yeah, it's cute. Um, So Harry is very impressed by the apartment. He's like, oh, this is the, uh, I forget what word he uses, but says something. This is what we've been fighting over, basically. (laughs) And Charlotte's like, I think I'm going to sell it, actually. And he, she says it's too much space for one person, and he tells her that he has a buddy who's selling a bachelor pad and that it's very bachelor-y, but 
you know, she's not daunted by that. She's like, you should have seen this place when I got my hands on it. It's where Plaid came to die. And he says he'll set up a first viewing for her of this apartment. And then he's having her sign and thank God for that little sticker that says sign, sign here. here. And he's like, I put many of those on documents. He is. Schvitzing. It's funny because they put the, so it's a, it's one of those little sticky tabs that says sign here. And the way it's angled on the paper, it's just an arrow on the paper showing you where to sign. The point of those is it flags the page. You have to put it so it's hanging off the page so you can just open it, you know, oh. at, when you're, it's a big document. So it's literally on there for no reason. They just want it. It like a props person was like, "Ooh, this will look nice." Um, yeah, but Harry's like really sweating a lot and like looks as disgusting as he possibly could. Yeah, his whole bald head has beaded sweat on it, so he drips it onto her signature line, and then he did, she gives him. They're really tissues. like leaning into his um, Jewish heritage. Yes, he says lots of schwitzing and things of that nature. Yiddish. Yes, and he dabs at his face and leaves a little piece of t- of. Um, tissue stuck to it which is sensual and And he's like well you're no longer mrs trey mcdougall and And she says how about that well after she tells him he has some tissue stuck she says how do you like that and he says i like it very much and then they're outside of pittsburgh samantha and carrie decide to go for you know a a classic train dinner in the club car whatever that means so they walk in and it's like what is carrie's hair it looks like a bad wig it's not good it's short and straightened and very, very flippy right around her face. I just like she's also, I think, trying to hide the zit on her cheek. So she's doing like hair in her face, kind of. Mm-hmm. But it's a very like busy dining car. No open seats, obviously. Hard to move through. And the um, waiter is like, I feel like there would be a first class sp- dining car. If there's an ostensibly uh, a first class sleeper car, then yes, that implies a first class dining car, which wouldn't operate this way. And also, this train is like really hard to. It's like a very rockety train. Yeah, rackety, rickety, rackety. Rickety rock to don't talk back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she nailed it. Sure. And they end up sitting next to an Amish couple. Which, like, what is this? Yeah, they talk very loudly back and forth about how horny Carrie is and how there's and no Carrie one to fuck for Samantha on this And apologizing plane. to the Amish people, and Lays is sponsoring this episode. Uh, very prominently. And, yeah, she keeps apologizing that people are clearly not impressed. And Samantha goes, do you notice that every time we stop, the good-looking people get off and more <laughs> ugly people get on? As they are moving away from New York, ostensibly. Man, that word is making, that's the O's tonight ostensibly opulent mm-hmm. oculus we'll see what else comes osteoporosis i mean we are going to indeed have a couple commercial breaks here for what Milk. is it sally fields <laughs> and her <laughs> activia <laughs> yogurt no so, that's so activia is um oh no jamie lee that's curtis. jamie lee curtis what is the one that that sally does that's for metamucil mm-hmm. is that Maybe. it i don't know i don't know <laughs> apologies to everyone we just mentioned carrie's pimples getting worse and that's the biggest thing she's very concerned about it and she says if it's that big she's not even going to call big because pimples suck as much when you're 33 Five, 35 35 so they order our mm-hmm. and a club sandwich because that's what the guy says is safe and carrie um is feeling still very apologetic so charlotte and harry show up to this bachelor pad and like charlotte's like cute very bachelor wearing her glasses and it's like zebra skin rug bar in the bedroom everything is black leather and he shows her their automatic shades on the window and he's very sweet yeah they're like automatic music 
and she says, well, you seem to know sound. your way around here. And he's and like, he- I sublet when I was going through my divorce. And he shows her the surround sound. And Charlotte kind of goes like, wow. She's kind of impressed, even though she's kind of horrified. But she, I like, can't, can't believe re- that men think it takes all this stuff to get a woman into bed. And I honestly, this scene is so disgusting that I thought that it was going to be a dream. <laughs> I was like, Harry's like, you are the sexiest woman I've ever met. And he just like goes on and on and, and on. And she's like, Harry, don't be ridiculous. And I'm wearing like, my glasses. It's and like he a tells her. sweet, but like a little creepy. Well, it would be sweet if it wasn't entirely about sex. Because he goes on this rant that's like, and I think the point is that it's so different. And that Harry, I mean, that. that The passion. Um, yeah. And that it's so against everything that Charlotte would be into that she goes for it. But he goes on this whole rant about how, like, her husband's a putz. Her. And, again, she's the sexiest woman he's ever met. And her body is amazing. And if he was with her, he'd be getting her into bed every chance he could get. And It's Charlotte, not really about her, though. You know, it's about him, her as, like, Oh, no, I think fantasy. it is about her. I think so, too. But that's not what he says. And then they fuck. And roll around on this bed while the surround sound plays in the background. Carrie's eaten. Too many club sandwiches, two days. She's cramped up, um, cooped up. Reading a magazine. She calls Miranda, who's eating just a hot dog at home. I love it. I love it. And a beer. And a beer. Uh, Carrie says, it's still me and it's still bad. And Miranda says, the trip or the pimple? <laughs> the pimple is pretty She says, I tried bad. to squeeze it somewhere over Oklahoma. Here's a trip. Never. Here's a tip. Never give yourself a train facial. Miranda's like, got it. She's like, I'm not calling babe. <laughs> I won't do Samantha it. Samantha walks in looking like she's a fucking like she's been fighting cat. with raccoons. Yeah, mm. and which which Carrie does not mention in the conversation they have. And Samantha's Samantha like, scouted. Guys got on bachelor party bar car. Let's go. And Carrie's right like, now. no. And Samantha's like, I got on a train for you. You are going to the bar car with me. And Carrie's like, I have to go to a bachelor party. And back in New York, Charlotte found herself sandwiched between some confirmed bachelors. She's with Mario Cantone, and she's like, how can a really a person have a really hot S-E-X with someone she doesn't even like? And Mario Cantone is like, uh, uh, You're spelling sex in a place with a go-go boy on the bar? She okay. says, I'm serious. And he gets, he's like, oh, you? And Charlotte is shocked, and he's so excited. She's like, I don't know what happened. He's my divorce lawyer, and I don't even like him. Some of the best sex I've had with people I can't stand. Details. This is so exciting. Have you ever had h- hate sex? Uh, not hate sex, because there are very few people I feel that strongly about, and when I do, I like do not interact with them. I don't think I've ever had sex with someone I don't like. Like, not necessarily some someone I like. Like, I don't enjoy. Right, like, right. Not necessarily really someone like. I capital L like, but um, but someone that I don't enjoy. Yeah. Actually, um, I feel like I was doing this to Sam. For a little mm, bit last fair, year. Fair. Yes. Make I can rest. see that. Especially after he'd, he'd done round the one. The second round. Yeah, exactly. The second round, I feel like I was like, I don't really enjoy spending time with you, but I really enjoy having sex with you. Mm-hmm. And then he fucking whew, into the mist. Like again. a dandelion in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think so. I could be missing something. I mean, at, at where, most I felt like very neutral. Like you I've know? never said his name before. Whoa. Uh, okay, yeah. It was Sam Mueller, our dear friend Sam, Sam Mueller. Sam Mueller and I had hate sex for a couple months and then And then she disappeared she into the wind like a dandelion. We didn't text today. <laughs> yes. And she's not running listening to this podcast right now. No. Hey girl, Hi. you're doing great. Can't wait to get the text. Couple more miles. Love you. You, got you got it. this. Uh 
Charlotte says, I think it was the leather and music. And Anthony Mario Cantone is like, I get that, leather. <laughs> uh, suddenly, out of nowhere, we were kissing. And then he goes, fucking? Oh, my God, Charlotte, this is so exciting. How was it? And she says, unbelievable, which is. So they get into this conversation where she's basically like, is it possible to just have sex with someone? And he says, yeah, but here's the thing. You have to have. He also says, ugly sex is hot. <laughs> Uh, she says I could never ever date him. And so he's like, listen, you just have to be super brutally honest about the fact that it's just sex. Don't let him stick around after go against all your instincts, basically. (laughs) So, I mean, but she takes his advice seriously. You have to just talk. I mean, no talk, just sex. Just fuck fuck me me and get get out. out. And she says, isn't that rude? And he says, no, it's hot, which I don't know in the right circumstance. He's right about yeah, there's something nice about like that was our deal. He would come over because I refused right. to go to Astoria. We would sleep together, and then I would send him on an Uber. Oh my home. God, I forgot it was fucking Astoria. He's moving like right around here. F low L. I hope we run into him. I fucking do too. I wouldn't recognize him, but obviously, I just want to do it with you. I don't know what I would say to him. I think I would be so. F- I think I would laugh out loud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, can you imagine being that person who behaved that way and then running into the person you'd fucked up and they well, see the you and just fucking burst into laughter? The last interaction what we had could be was better? me calling him out via text. <laughs> Gorgeous. I just scathing. You know. Don't fuck me over. You hear that? Basically, Samantha, Carrie, go to the dining car. They try and flirt with the guys in this bachelor party. You know, typical, aren't you a sight for sore eyes? And they all kind of don't really respond. And they're all ugly. And she asks for a bottle of champagne. And she's like, maybe you can help me pop the cork. And they are basically not interested at all. So they go and order their own bottle of champagne. And Samantha is like, I thought we looked hot tonight, but I don't know. I guess they're, even when I leave New York, I, the problem isn't me, isn't New York. Because it, when they're at brunch, she says, New York is boring. You know, it's nothing's new about it. It's same York. And she's Carrie's like, no, like, the problem is me. Can you guys please flirt with my friend? And they're like, we're all married. We love her. We promised our Except wives. Except for the one who's getting hitched. We promised our wives we'd be good. We can't do it. And Carrie like walks back over to Samantha and is like, they love their wives. Which so many parts of this construct are just kind of like a little eye rolling, you know? Yeah. Not very 2018. I don't think this scene would really happen this way. No. And... uh they get drunk. Well, Samantha gets very drunk on the champagne. And she's like, you're right. I am having an existential crisis. They're back in their sleeper Part car. Part of me just, like, really wants to just, like, be this drunk. Like, I get this drunk, but I'm never just, like, I don't, Sloppy like, no one, like, no one, like, provokes me enough to, like, right. do the thing. Right. No, I agree. This isn't really where my, where my drunk self goes. But it does look kind of cathartic. <laughs> I want to do it. We should do it. We should just get really drunk. Especially like champagne drunk, which is kind of a, yeah. I, I, I fully subscribe to the like different alcohols are very different kinds of drunk. I think it's all psychological, but I, agree. I don't care. No. Let's do that. When I get back next week, let's yeah. have like a champagne drunk, champagne drunk, celebrate each other. That's perfect. I can't wait. Uh, so Carrie goes to her book signing the next day. Her Molly show, Shannon is there. Molly Shannon is there. And Molly Shannon breaks the news to her that she is opening for Mr. A, Tibbetts or a something. A dog. Mr. Winkle. Mr. Winkle. He's like, he's gone viral on the internet, which so we're breaking into some new concepts here. But he, he's like a little dog who wears little outfits and Winkle's world. And what is a, what is a Mr. Winkle? Um, It's basically like boo the dog or like what's 
Marnie. Marnie, thank you. (laughs) I just stuck my tongue out of the side of my mouth and she knew. Um, But she's like, I know I'm angry for you too. The West Coast sales rep really fucked me on this because Carrie's like, I can't, I can't be, I can't be an opener for a dog. And basically she says to Samantha, go back to the hotel, take a long, long, long bath. And Samantha's like, I'll never get out. Uh, she, she says she'll call her after for dinner. And Samantha's like, what about Mr. Pig? And Carrie says, between the puppy and the pimple, I just can't do it. I'll see you later. She reads from her book and the audience is, doesn't care and is really impatient. And, and there, she's like, any questions? And guy's like, when's Winkle coming? And she's like, well, um, and then soon she goes, any more questions? And she goes, I see a hand, but I can't see the man. And the, Could the crowd, shift, sorry, the parts, crowd parts ways to reveal Chris knows the Red looks sea. very good. He does. He goes, also look at him now. That salt and pepper ugly. crazy, goes, right? Oops. I have a question. This Mr. Big character. Does he have a real name? She goes, yes, but I can't reveal it. I have to protect his privacy. He He's, goes, oh. And she says, I no longer care about Mr. Winkle. I had Mr. Big. And the way they smile at each other is very sweet. It is very sweet. And she comes careening back into the suite and screams for Samantha. She's like, you have to get out. You must get out. Big's Big's here. here. I, I need, need to, to have, have sex. sex. Which is also like, all it took was a pimple for you to beat over it. Well, I know? was like, why can't you go into the smaller room downstairs? Yeah. And then literally out loud when I was watching this today, I said, I would kill her if I were Samantha and Carrie. If someone made me come on this trip, I know. Come on this trip, sit on that train, that horrible train. Tell me we're going to go get take a bath and that we're going out to dinner and that they're not going to have sex with this person. Also, then and then be so rude about it. She makes her get out of the bath while she's still covered in bubbles, and then throws a towel at her, and it blows the bubbles up into Samantha's face, and she like can't see. She handles it very calmly for who Samantha is. Would (laughs) kill her. That's their sacred. Also, Carrie just like continues to lose her mind about Big in different ways, but she looks beautiful. He, she really does. He says, hey, you, did you hide the body? She's like, what? He's like, you made me walk around in the hotel for a half an hour. <laughs> the gift shop, which I love the concept of. And she Carrie puts, puts do not dis- oh, sh- it says, shh, not do not disturb. On the door and closes it. And he says, hey, I got you some gum. Big Red, the uh, clerk at the gift store recommended it. So she, they're doing like lots of flirty, flirty back and, and forth but she's like overdoing it in a way where he's kind of like what's oh. happening <laughs> she's like she, opening the gum yeah, pulling it out and, like, and a, unwrapping and he's it like, licking her lips and she like f- tries to feed it to him and is like ah 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 and pulls it back and, and then, then she, she is, like jumps him and he chokes it, because she puts the gum into his mouth and he wasn't ready for it they kind of have a yeah the weird back and forth a very aggressive kiss and then he swallows her gum. <laughs> She's like, "Sorry, let me kiss it and make it and all." And he's better. like, "You know what? Maybe let's just go to dinner." And you're like, "Uh oh, right. who's he married to? What's happening? What's the deal?" He tells her that he sort he's promised to someone he's gonna meet with the distributor who does this restaurant or whatever, so he has to go and meet the owner or something. So they go to we, dinner. Excuse, but they go to dinner. They have cute back and forth. Per usual. Per usual. And he tells her this story about how he was passing a bookstore. And there you were next to all the real books. And her their feet are touching. And so he goes home and he gets onto his porch and he lights up a cigar and he reads the whole thing cover to cover, which my first thought was, has he never read her column? He has. Which he has. But I guess it's different in book form. And he tells her. 
that he realizes how much he, Mr. Big, hurt her. And she goes, you read my column. And he goes, well, not all at once. Back one to after back. The bam, other. bam. And I'm like, wow. He's like, I really got how much I hurt you. Can you imagine if someone were to listen to this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's too close to reality, Brooke. Let's not do this game <laughs> for both of us. Um, she says, it was fiction. I embellished. At this point, she's willing to write it all off because she really just wants it to be unemotional and just have sex with him. She says, let's forget all about this that and talk about me. something else. And she puts her high heels on his feet. And she's really, really trying to steer the conversation elsewhere. And he um, is kind like, of not into it. He just keeps asking He's questions. He's like, you know that chapter about the key to my apartment was I really that much of an asshole and she's like okay and takes a huge swig and of so her drink and so then cut to back at the hotel which also if I was Samantha I'd be extra pissed at this point um and, and Carrie's like curled up on bed drinking wine still he's reading passages from the book and and she's like come on come on let's fuck like basically he's like was I really that cold she's like no you're hot and he's like basically just like what about page 89 <laughs> he has an annotated copy of her book and he's like whips it out of his <laughs> pocket like, yes, but here on paragraph three um line two <laughs> what did you mean by the in this context essentially is how and he's like I don't want to hurt you going. again it's just like every decision you make that has to do with me which is like very nice of big well it is and also it, it would be really you wouldn't want to make the same mistakes you've kept making if it didn't work he she says it's just sex and he says well from reading this book it was not just sex which is apt and true and she goes just kiss me or at least lie, lie on, on top, top of, of me. me and I'm like Carrie <laughs> he goes when it comes to me you do not have good judgment now look at chapter three <laughs> like just, it's like very beauty and the beast she said yeah, she won't <laughs> discover that till chapter three <laughs> oh there it is they, that was intentional, and it was here. It's an Easter egg just for you. <laughs> uh, she tells him it was fiction, and she goes, it's, it's not even a bestseller anyway. Put the book down. Look at me. I'm fine. Do you see me? I'm fine. Mm -hmm. I also fine. Like, have just had fine. this this, this I've exact had conversation. This, not this exact conversation, but, the, but, the feel but a, like, it. sort of, sort of like, uh, you're uh -huh. okay if this happens? Uh -huh. I'm like, are you okay if this happens? <laughs> I need to have sex. Yeah. I'm sitting here. I'm ready. You are the one with the context <laughs> that you shouldn't be. But me? Don't ask me for that restitution on your soul. <laughs> oh, yes. I did see a picture of um, him with um, his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. and, and I was like, oh, I'm so happy for him. Aww. And I was like. Grove? <laughs> is this Grove? Grove? <laughs> is that why my bones are cracking? <laughs> What's happening to me? No. But I remember the last time I saw a photo when he was dating someone and my whole stomach ate itself. And this time I was like, hmm. Yeah. Mr. Biggs can sometimes find their Mrs. Smalls. <laughs> I, I deeply hate myself for saying it, but I knew I wasn't going to stop that train. <laughs> it was going for three days straight, baby. So... She really tries to convince him, and he's like, okay, but now on to page 39. He's really doing this. And so, so now Charlotte and, and Harry Charlotte had sex. And he, he says, says, I love making love to you. And goes, for the first time in Charlotte's life. Did not make love. It was just sex. And she's being very trite about it. He says, you're so beautiful. And she goes, she, you 
have a very hard dick. Also, Harry's back is now. Put your so pants on and go. Harry. Harry is Harry. Harry. Harry is Harry. Uh, he says, well, "Whatever you say." It's and really gross. It's it's true. He has a full carpet going on. Oh, it's like almost. It's definitely put on for you the. Think? I think so. Yeah, oh. definitely. The way it's put on and the way it like stops exactly at the the ridge of his oh, shoulders it's so there. Gross. It's super gross. And Charlotte's super grossed out. So she says again, Hey, this is just sex. We're not a couple. You're just a great buck. And he's like She says, Is that clear? He goes, Clear? And she's like a little she's like a little shocked at herself, but also pleased it worked, I think. Carrie gets a wake up call from the, the hotel. And they say seven thirty and she says, What time did I ask for? And they say seven thirty. <laughs> she's like, She has oh, to do two more okay. book readings. And then big As wake- she's about to yeah, but Big has fallen asleep next to her with his her book on his face. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite the thing she wanted sitting on his face, am I right? Hey. <laughs> she says, Thanks to my book, nothing was ever going to happen with Big. So she gets up. They're both still fully clothed on top of the sheets. And he's like, hey, basically like, where are you going? You want to fuck? <laughs> so she gets it after all. And just what she come for. And then Samantha is like, I bought us plane tickets home. And Carrie's like, thank God. Yeah. Samantha comes and to find her. And that's all you need to know. What's the other? P- oh, he goes, you need material for the sequel. Also, people like her other book readings. She's, you know. Oh, well, because she has, she's got heart behind it. Uh-huh. There's a sparkle behind her eyes. The mm-hmm. sex sparkle. Yes. My cue for you sparkle. is, what other part did you think of me? Oh, honestly, it was just from the immediacy of her being like, I just need to have sex. <laughs> I was like, we've had that conversation. Oh, yeah. But also, it's fun to joke about now because, girl, you had the needs met. I've had the needs met. You did the sex. I did the sex. Sorry, Brooks dad. That was two high fives in two minutes for all of you out there <laughs> keeping track. Mark that down in the old Thursdays have been checker. good to me. Thursdays. Mm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it all started when you got that sub for the class you were subbing. No, that was last week. I don't care. That's when that's it started. Time's a flat circle. Welcome back to the enigmas of time. <laughs> Wow, I super duper wish I could transmute to all of your brains what Brooke just did. I didn't like doing it. Yeah, well, I loved witnessing it. My so. eyes rolled to the back of my head and my head went in a little circle. And as her if... body did. And she did a little <laughs> smile and it was just like, you know. It was Time perfect. is a flat circle. Nothing changes. Nothing grows. We all are getting smaller and Benjamin Bratt is us. Nope, Benjamin Button. I knew what you meant, but I loved that you went for it anyway. <laughs> gorgeous. I do love Benjamin Bratt. She's gorgeous. Uh, um, ploppability? Yeah. Re- relate? Related to? Miranda wasn't in this episode. Well, no. Who did you resonate with? That's what I meant. Related to. I r- resonated with, mm. um, definitely some Carrie. Um, uh-huh. I've had similar interactions too. I, not with people who are as complicated as a, as a true Mr. Big, you know, but I've had similar interactions and very similar feelings and similar to needs to just have sex and, um, I think this is an interesting one because it it makes clear how much less of a conversation about gender was being had and like the nuances of it in 2003, 2002, whatever, just because in the way that it's like, are we bachelors? You know, like the concept of women being just as voracious. It uh-huh. was more still on the Charlotte side of things uh-huh. than now, which I think is much more open, not just about sex, but about gender. Uh-huh. We're having more conversations, mm-hmm. but I guess that's possibility. Um uh samantha a little bit in the sense that 
that feeling of when you go along for something that's really not your circus at all and then you kind of are oh what a circus yeah and that's oh, not your circus not your monkeys but just gonna sorry ride it out Don't sometimes apologize. i do these for my brother <laughs> well yeah i mean you guys have an arsenal of references between you mm. and you get all of each other's Mm-hmm. I just smile benevolently and know I don't understand something. You're perfect. I enjoy them. Um, yeah, Miranda wasn't in this. and uh, I wonder if she was like doing something else. Maybe. Like, uh, probably. Maybe this was wit. Oh, maybe. Charlotte, not really, honestly. A little bit, but I mean, I know that feeling of like, like that kind of sexual energy with someone who you don't, aren't even necessarily attracted to in other ways, you know? But I don't know. Um, yeah, Carrie, I suppose. I mean, my last book tour was just a disaster. <laughs> so. What about you? Um, Carrie. I'm just shocked. It it makes me upset. <laughs> <laughs> no, not this one. This one actually, like, spoke yeah. to me. Like, just, like, the whole thing about, like, oh, you're going to a place, but not because a person's there. Um, but I, and I, like, definitely had that when I would, like, go visit. Chicago mm-hmm. to see my brother if like I was like oh is this about mm-hmm. like am I going to see am I, do I have expectations to see this and yeah yeah it's the only time I've ever thought about it like that yeah expectations are premeditated resentments and then um just like the whole complicated relationship and you know yeah but the also that it's like sorry no 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 go that it's like moved past a point for them where yeah. like like Carrie's gotten to a point with him where it's not necessarily like this is means that we're going to like be in a relationship and like yeah. feelings. It's like, That's what they I have this sort say. of understanding, which I also resonate with. That yep. It's like, we have this like really intense, you've grown up in the relationship together together, but it's also like, there's an understanding that like you can't be together. Right. Um, and so you just sort of like exist knowing that there's this like really heavy, intense flirtation and sort yeah. of, it's like, it's just like part of it. Enhanced friendship uh-huh. almost. No, totally. The other the other part of that, too, that I was going to say is um, this is interesting also just because it flips the power dynamic a little bit. But that's it kind of puts them on equal footing for the first time. And that's what it says on the, um, in the like, episode Oh, really? Oh, like, I didn't see that. It's like, Carrie become like, big and Carrie go through, like, a, 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 a power role switch. switch oh, sure, sure, sure. Um, and then, not really Charlotte. No. Um, Samantha, like, I understand, like, just, like, being super angry and resentful. Yeah. I wouldn't, I, I don't think I would have like, I guess if I had, maybe if I had the money, I would have like bought plane tickets. For, yeah. For that person. I would have been like, fuck you. I'm getting the plane. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I would do that either. I do resonate with um, Miranda and, and um, Charlotte when they eat the scallops, scallops that <laughs> Samantha won't. <laughs> I love scallops. Me too. Mm. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, and then ploppability, I would say it's pretty ploppable. I agree. I think the bachelor scene that we talked about wouldn't be, I, they, I partially just stuck that in there cause Carrie was writing about bachelors you know, yeah. and they needed a something. Yeah. And Samantha's like existential crisis a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, and I think, like I think the dilemma Charlotte's having is like, like I still, I, th- yeah, I, I think still think there's like an, an yucky, like weird the way um, that the actual what's the word I'm thinking of um, 
double standard. Yes. Where like men can have sex without strings and women can't. Yeah, which isn't surprising out of Charlotte, but it's just very, yeah. And I guess she's breaking out of that or trying to, except then I laugh because I know the outcome of this. Or I don't know how or where we get, how we get there. But also, Jesus Christ, so much must happen in the last season. I know. (laughs) Holy shit. So much happens. I wonder how much of a time break there is between fifth and sixth too, meaning years in the show because just to say like, I know there are multiple children for some of them, which seems impossible to fit into one season. Maybe it's just Miranda because there's already Brady. No? There's just, isn't there, I think there's just one. Really? Well, it shows how much I don't know about this show I talk about every week. Um. Well, it's things that haven't happened yet. I know, but so look at me assuming I well, you know what they have say about knowledge. assuming. Makes, Makes an, an ass out of you and me. Um. Delta's, is that it? Is that all? Yeah, I think so. Delties, downsies, upsies, sure, sedaisies, <laughs> upsedaisies. Uh, you want to go? My delta up is also my delta down. Yes, let's hear it. Um, I um, I, just, I <laughs> yeah, I just am really. I have a lot of exciting things happening. Things are getting really exciting. I have really cool things happening. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm unable to live in the moment. So I'm, my anxiety is seven steps yeah. ahead of the actual events. So things that I'm creating for a lot of valid reasons, creating drama them. about don't need to be dramatic. Um, you're not creating drama. You're just like, you're pre I'm preemptively ang- anxious yeah. over something that I don't need to be. Uh, but there are just like, like basically I'm like at this point I have this, I have this thing and I'm, I'm I feel like I'm sitting in front of like a domino and like, if I hit the domino and it goes a certain way, like 17 things that I've pl- like planned yeah. domino paths will all come crashing. Yeah. Or I can hit it and it'll go another way. And then I just continue on my happy little train. Yeah. But like all of them are good. Nothing yes. is bad. But there are like co- just complications that just make everything. It's just, it's one of those, I think it, you're at a crux of like life sometimes just happens. And then there are so many things that have to be sorted out. Yeah. I'm just like have a lot of feelings and I'm very excited for my trip. To, my Delta up is that I'm going to LA yes. on Friday. Yes. So soon. Um, you probably won't hear from us next week. You probably won't FYI. hear from us next week. Um, just, I mean, maybe depending on. You'll be recovering from Halloween. So what happens? That's Happy true. Halloween. That's true, maybe. I don't know. Don't set don't get your hopes up. We love to surprise you. Just, you know, if you're listening to this episode right now, no, you should savor the next part of it. The last uh, five minutes. Three to five minutes. Um what uh and then that was up and down. And oh, then yeah. down is my anxiety. Yeah. But mm-hmm. also like it's like full branks. I'm like full branks. Yeah. She's she's living in it's your like skin. It's like the things I'm anxiety I'm anxiety about. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> Are just like things that are like, Brooke. Yeah. You don't need to worry about that. But I don't know. I know. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I just. Thank you for validating. Not validating. Just like. Yeah. I have therapy in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's good to be cognizant of you know your habits and your feelings and your behaviors. But there's also some like valid reasons to be, you know, you. just like concerned about various outcomes <laughs> as someone who excels at worrying myself and anxiety I just I get it what about you um my delta up 
is that I slept until two on Saturday and that I, um, yesterday girlfriend at the pod, Emily, um, helped, well, I helped her to pull off a cute surprise for roommate of the pod, Ari, which just like filled my heart with joy and made me remember love and good people exist. And I want to hear about it. I'll share. And, um, that made me very happy. And, um, my Delta down. Well, now let me just think about that one. <laughs> uh, I've had this really guttural laugh all over. So. <laughs> I like it. It feels genuine and it is genuine. Deep. I um, I just there are just a couple of things. It's like I have some things on simmer right now where everything is manageable, but it they're just icky things that are just like general simmering ickiness don't really need to tend to them <laughs> nothing's boiling over but I'm just it's like they're those particular kind of energy drains that drain you even when you're not focusing on them and um that's that on that um Bridget uh-huh if I were to want to find you on social media you don't <laughs> I'm just kidding I want Please to do. oh how could I oh I have a gift for you oh uh, I thought you said a gif until I remembered you say jif like a wrong McRonerson. My dad gave these to me today <gasps> when I saw him. They're from his office, and he was really excited to give them to me, but I will not use them. So I want to do this for you. I can't imagine, and I'm very excited. So these are... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so my dad was in town for a cannabis law conference. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I love hearing him talk about it, too, because he loves he talking about loves it. He loves talking about it. So these are rolling papers with my dad's law firm on them. That <laughs> is incredible. So, Thank you. These are a collectible. Dang, I want to hold on to this. So please use them. How can I ever? You know I will. <laughs> I know. He's like, I don't fucking roll joints. No, but I, I'm going to have to make you cut some of this. But I um, I just mean, like, they're like a... A relic you know <laughs> like a I'll, I'll definitely keep the box so i'm gonna use them slow burn baby mm. anyway sorry social media oh yeah uh twitter i'm there mrs burt macklin F- always fun be- because i am um almost done with rewatching parks and rec again mm-hmm. right now is my like kind of in between everything show mm-hmm. and um chris pratt is so good mm-hmm. in that show I just in particular his like physical comedy is amazing. Um, my Delta Down. No, I. That's not at all what we're doing. My brain just short circuited to about three minutes ago. <laughs> Time's flat circle. <laughs> the enigmas of time. Welcome back to NPR. The enigmas of time. The enigmas of time. I'm with uh, B Wiseman and B, B McNamara. Coming up after the break is Burr. It's uh, cold between in here. <laughs> what is it? Between an oak and an idget? Oh, between an oak and an idget. Our long lost uh, segment. Anyway, sorry. I'm also on Instagram at Bridget M37. And uh, Brooke, you, ma'am? You can find me navigating <gasps> the Twitter at Brooke underscore Wiseman. Oh, and you Samantha, can find talk more me. On Instagram at Brooke Wiseman, no underscore, 
And if you put an underscore, I'll never stop talking. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> she will. As is a treat on many NPR programs, she will call your phone and set up your outgoing voicemail message. Thank you for reaching the voicemail box, though. Splat's most dedicated (laughs) listener. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. This is a good one. Anyway, collectively, we are at At Splat Podcast Podcast. on Twitter, on Instagram, which we should be better about. And on Gmail, gmail dot com. That's true. Gmail. We just like to add a little spice for you guys to email us. Rate, review, subscribe. Please do Listen to us on Spotify, Acast, iTunes, Google Play, wherever Apple Podcast fuck you want. Just do it and just spread the joy and tell your friends. Happy Halloween. Let us know what you're tell going your up as. If you're dressing up succulents. as us, tell <laughs> it. No, please. Don't. Please don't. <laughs> um, and and that's, uh, that's it. That's, that's my turn. That's it. That's, Bye. That's it. That's it. No.